Welcome to the 321 Biz Development Podcast. My name is Clarence Rick Napier, CEO of 321 Biz Dev LLC, located in Sacramento County, California. 321 Biz Dev LLC is a business development and sales industry think tank. 321 is the only company with sales systems for white collar professionals who did not have access to affordable sales and business development training or college or through certification programs. 321's business is people. Our product is sales performance. With over 20 years of experience in sales, including six years in corporate America at a Fortune 500 company in Los Angeles, 321 is the company to call if you or your sales team want to master the following four main sales functions, contacting, prospecting, appointment setting, and closing. 321 supports attorneys, CPAs, insurance brokers, dentists, real estate brokers, cosmetic surgeons, and real estate investors. In addition, 321 features the most talented business professionals on our podcast from North America and from around the world. 321 BizDev services are available worldwide where the English language is spoken. Our website is 321bizdev.com, powered by sitemarket.com. We can be reached toll-free in the U.S. and Canada at 833-321-3212. We hope you enjoy today's podcast. Well, 321 Biz Development listeners, I am so excited that we're going to interview our guest. Uh, her name is Lorraine Santa Rosa, and she's a realtor with HomeSmart Realty West. Uh, like I said, down in San Diego County. And what caught my attention with Lorraine was her dedication to help San Diego's military community with their real, with their real estate needs. And as a military veteran myself, it's always good to connect with people who work with the fine men and women of the U.S. Armed Forces. And I just want to say, you know, when I bought my first house uh, about 20-some years ago, it was such a nightmare. I didn't know where to start, but fortunately, I did work with someone just like Lorraine who knew exactly how military people uh, you know, deal with first-time home purchasing issues. So it's my pleasure to welcome Lorraine Santa Rosa uh, to the new and approved 321 Biz Development Podcast. Hello, Lorraine. How are you doing? Good afternoon, Rick, and thanks for having me on the podcast. Well, Lorraine, I want to thank you for taking the invite. And like I like I tell people all the time, some people don't come on the podcast and just talk about what they do uh, in their business. And so it just, it just says a lot when someone says, I want to talk to the public about what I do. So I want to thank you for that. Um, Lorraine, I have a few questions for you. My first question is, can you tell our 321 Biz Development audience about yourself where you were born, raised, uh, your background, uh, education, and uh, past occupations before you began your real estate career? Well, I was born in Jamaica, raised in England, and I have an undergraduate degree in communications. And before entering real estate, I did various jobs, uh, accounting, clerical, pretty much anything that I was able to do as a Navy spouse. I was a Navy spouse for about 20 years, and we traveled around the country and overseas as well. All right. So that's that's uh, that's new news for me. So you were raised in England. Correct. Yes, Wolverhampton, England. All right. I love London. I love London. I love the British people. 
um, very uh, interesting uh, comment. In fact, my uh, my aunt, uh, her and her husband, oh, actually, he's my uncle, and he married her. Uh, they spent a lot of time at Bent Waters Air Base uh, in 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 England, and she came back, and I actually picked up a little bit of her accent because I lived with them when I was a kid. So that's very interesting that you uh, lived in England. That's uh, that's awesome. So yes. Go ahead. Yes, and uh, you know you'll hear a few words that I pronounce here and there that sound very British, but overall I think I've lost my accent. Well, I still hear now, now that you've told me, I still hear a little bit, not much, but a little bit of it. So, Lorraine, uh, my next question is: How did you decide that real estate would be a good career for you? Well, that goes back to my days as a Navy spouse. You know, when I got married, I was young, in my early 20s. We were both young. Um, and we're just like any other military family. You know, you, the spouse, the military spouse gets the orders. And we had ours to Jacksonville, Florida. And when we moved there, we, you know, we decided, well, where are we going to live? That, that was what we had to decide on. As most families know, that's the first thing, right? Um, so. Obviously, our choice is to live in base housing out in town or buy a home. And so we weren't really interested at the time in moving on base. It was our first duty station together. So we want to live off base. We looked at renting and rents were high. And so my husband at the time said, you know, let's look at buying. And I gave him that look like buying. We're in our early 20s. We don't have much money. How are we going to do that? And he said, you know, I have this benefit. I don't know how it works. All I know is we don't have to put any money down. And I said, are you sure about that? He said, yes. So we looked into buying. And, of course, we qualified. Um, we purchased our home. It was a brand new home. This was in the early 90s. Um, the house was $70,000 Our total monthly mortgage payment was 700 bucks can you believe it wow and here we are young couple first duty station brand new house and so we invited all our friends over who obviously were military and they go oh, how did you guys do this you know you're in the military how can you afford the house and so we told them our story you know you, you we have this benefit and they were like what benefit and so um once we told them, they went ahead and bought their own home. And that was when I really realized I enjoyed the process of finding and buying a home and sharing with our friends. And I realized there is that gap in the market. Um, so I wanted to be that realtor who would educate um, servicemen and women about that awesome benefit that they have that is underutilized. And so that was in the early 90s, and I waited a couple of years until uh, my children got older and were in school, and I got my license in Carmel, California. Oh, nice. <laughs> That's a nice place to get your license. <laughs> yes, yes. And so here I was in Carmel, California, saying I wanted to focus on the real estate market, and my broker laughed at me and said, you need to rethink what you're doing. So. I didn't. Uh, my first client was a uh, naval officer who was stationed in um, Monterey mm -hmm. uh, at um, the uh, Navy Postgraduate School, and he had, 
he did something that the rest of us didn't do. He went and bought a house in Salinas, which is just outside Monterey. And he was getting ready to PCS and he gave me the awesome opportunity. And I'll never forget it because that was my first transaction um, to sell his home. And he walked away with a nice hefty check because that was when the market was about to take off. So he did really well having um, that investment for only two years. And so that's how I got into the market. Yeah, and just for my our listeners who may not be familiar with the area she's talking about, she's talking about an area that's about uh, ninety miles uh, south of uh, of, uh, of about ninety miles south of Santa Cruz, maybe another hour past uh, Santa Cruz. And Monterey County is where some of the most prime, most expensive real estate there is in the country. It's where a lot of golfers uh, golf, and it's just a total beautiful area right at the beginning of California's central coast. So that is, a, that is a great way to start real estate. My goodness. Wow. Carmel, California. Pebble Beach. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, Lorraine, as you, as you know, uh, many people enter the real estate industry and they exit the business within the first two years. How did you achieve your staying power and longevity in the real estate industry? Having a niche is so important. And as I explained a few minutes ago, focusing on the military market for me was was a key factor in, in, in the longevity, and it still is. Um, because when, when you focus like that, you, you become known for something, you're, you know, you're not all over the place. And so um, that has enabled me to be well-known and um, in, here locally, as well as all the you know national stuff that I've done on behalf of the military and housing. So having a niche is so so important. I highly recommend agents do that. And obviously, staying abreast of the market trends. Um, you have to know where the market is going. And to help you do that, you need to attend training classes, conventions, and stuff like that. And so. I highly recommend other agents, especially if you're getting in the market today, um, to to look at those three key things. Mm-hmm. And in that San Diego area, there are, I don't know, 50,000, 100,000 military people all throughout San Diego from, from Coronado to uh, the Marine Corps bases to uh, the Naval bases, Navy hospitals. I mean, San Diego is a uh, a mega or a mecca for military uh, personnel. Is that isn't that correct? Is it almost like a hundred thousand people that are in the military it's in San Diego? It's more than that. Yeah, it's more than two hundred thousand overall. Um, wow! And, and that's because San Diego is the second largest navy base in the world. So number one is Virginia, and we're number two. So there are all branches here in San Diego, and like you said, there are all these different bases, and so it is a big market, a big military community here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, thanks for that information. I, I didn't, I knew it was big, but I didn't know it was uh, 200,000, but I, I suspect my number was low anyway, because, you know, I've done training that when I was active duty, I did a little bit of training uh, not too uh, far from, uh, I think it was uh, uh, Camp Lejeune. Not, is that Camp Lejeune in, in San Diego? No. Um, you're probably talking, um, so those bases, 
P base is 32nd Street Navy base. Um, uh, Camp Pendleton is Camp is Pendleton. That's it. yeah. That's it. So, yeah, it was just a it was an overnighter taint thing, you know. But yes, yes, Camp Pendleton. And I am sorry for my my Marine Corps friends that are listening. <laughs> I should know that it's Camp Pendleton. <laughs> I should know that. Um, so my next question, Lorraine, is please tell our listening audience about the San Diego real estate market, particularly in the in the locales you serve. And the reason why I'm asking is because, as you know, I don't have to tell you, San Diego has great weather. 99% of the time, San Diego's weather is the best weather in California. So what is the housing market like in San Diego County? Well, that is the big attraction that you just pointed out, the weather. So we usually have about a 70-degree standard normal weather, even though right now it has been so opposite. It's been over, you know, overcast and you know, rainy. And I'm not seeing this much rain and overcast since I've been here um, since 2005. So, so let's you know, kind of not look at it that way. But overall, as you know, we're America's finest city. We have the great weather. And so there's always this, this turnover, this demand, but it is expensive. Um, so the real estate market for us, there's, like I just mentioned, it, there's always this demand. And we were cruising along nicely, prices were going up, you know, inventory was low, that kind of stuff. And then around July, August of last year, we started to to see a little bit of a shift, a shift where houses are staying on the market a little bit longer as price reductions. Um, and we started seeing more of that happening as obviously we got into the holidays. And come January, February, we started to see a little bit more of an uptake, but inventory has been a little bit more um, than, than usual in the last couple of years. And so the last statistics that I have, the most recent ones, are for April. We don't have May yet as it just ended a couple days ago. But back in April, just to give you an idea of, of the market, detached homes, um, the, at the median price, 655000 For de- attached homes, 420000 is the median home price. Um, the number of closed sales year over year was down almost 6%, just to give you an idea um, of the, the change that we were seeing. This was in April. So the median home price that I just quoted you on average went up about 2.4%. But the statistics that was kind of giving people a little bit of concern was um, the number of homes for sale. So year over year, it went up to by 4%. So we had more homes uh, in inventory. And so to give you an idea of the numbers, how that translates, how many detached homes and, and, and attached homes that we had total in combined inventory. And I know for some people who are listening around the country, they might go, oh my God, I wish we had that problem. But um, our inventory, as I mentioned, got a little bit more. For detached homes, um, we had 4,336 in detached homes, total in inventory in April. And for attached homes, 1,978. So roughly a combined of about um, just under 7,000. 
Um, so I know people listening and go, oh my gosh, wish we had that problem. But for San Diego, that was a little bit more inventory that we were carrying. Um, so I hope that kind of gives people an idea. We're hoping that with it being spring and summer almost around the corner that we'll get back into the traditional um, busyness of the summer holiday because that's where obviously we, we sell the most homes is during the spring summer season as people, especially military rotating out and people are um, moving and waiting for kids to be out of you know school or college to do their moves. So we're, we're hoping that these numbers will look a, a little bit better for San Diego. Mm, gotcha. So your your office, um, where is it? Where is it located? I, I know the San Diego area, based on where the airport is and uh, San Diego State University, and see where else do I? Know, and downtown. Where's your office located? With, within one of those three places. We're right in the middle, so we're considered central San Diego in the Mission Valley area. The Got hotel it. circle where a lot of our tourists are. So we're right in the hub of San Diego. Oh, that is a great place to be. <laughs> yes, absolutely. That's a great place. That's, that's a great location for an office. So uh, Lorraine, my next question is, what are the top challenges, big or small, facing military members buying or selling real estate in San Diego? Because I, when I bought my first home, it was all thumbs. I didn't know anything about the benefit. Someone had to tell me that I had that that VA benefit because I didn't know. And uh, going through that process, uh, fortunately, the realtor that I work with held my hand throughout the entire process. And after it was done, I couldn't remember anything about it, but I know I had keys in my hand and I had a house uh, for my, my, my wife and my uh, first kid. So what what do you see as some challenges for military members buying their first house or selling a house? And you pointed to one problem or challenge um, that is still going on today. Your story and my story um, is pretty similar. And for a lot of military folks, it is the same because a lot of people don't realize that they can buy and they, they have this benefit. Um, we've done better in, over the years as realtors or people in the industry to educate our veterans about the benefit, that they don't have to save up, that it is zero down and that kind of stuff. Um, and so um, they should consider buying. So that is still a challenge, believe it or not. But one of the biggest things, though, when they're moving to San Diego, it is the sticker shock, especially if you're coming from the East Coast. You know, you cross, you drive across state lines and you, you know, you see the price of gas and you hear, you know, the price of homes and you go, what? You know, this is crazy. But like, I, like we've been saying, San Diego is a prime destination. Um, everybody wants to be here because of the weather. So that helps to drive the price of homes. And so it is sticker shock is one of the things. The other thing is, um, like I said, not thinking that they can buy that uh, they're in the military, they're moving around, uh, it's expensive, you know, how, we, how, how is it possible to buy a home as a military person? So it's that belief. Um, the other thing uh, for sellers is thinking that they, you know, may not have enough time to sell their property. Um, the military is changing, it constantly has been changing. Some service members don't get enough time to 
to make the move. Uh, you know, you get that call or message from a detailer saying, hey, um, we need you to be at this, you know, this location in six weeks, four weeks, you know, sometimes little as that. So um, there's that challenge. And we do our best, um, myself, my team, in, in saying, okay, we have this timeline, let's make it happen. And um, we help them if they they want to sell it to sell in that you know as quickly as we can and get them the right amount of money so that is, that can be a challenge if they don't have enough notice and obviously if they want to rent we have a property management company that can take care of that for them interesting so i got two questions for you so uh i remember when i remember when i came to california as a mem military member my cost of living my cola uh, uh you know amount went up so is that is that the, is that the same for San Diego people when they come to San Diego to one of the Navy, Marine, or you know military uh, bases, they do see a jump in their pay, correct? They see a jump in their pay. Um, a bulk of it is in the housing allowance, the cost of mm -hmm. living allowance. Mm -hmm. um, that's where they see it, and um, and that's one of the things that we highlight to our service members, you have this housing allowance. And if you understand that you're given that housing allowance tax-free, so you get it tax-free, if you put it towards a purchase, that money is going towards a mortgage that is going to give you tax benefits again, right? Mm -hmm. And so um, having that benefit it's awesome. So actually buying a home while you're serving, getting that housing allowance is an opportune time to buy and really maximize that benefit and build wealth for your family. Um, so, you know, that's that's one of the things that we, we, we tell our military clients. You know what? You just said something that I've never heard before. So I, I see what you're saying. So you're getting the military benefit. You're getting the housing allowance uh, tax-free. And when you buy the mm -hmm. house, I, I still believe you get some type of tax write-off as long as your house right. is not worth $2 million or something. Mm -hmm. You still get a mm -hmm. tax write-off. So that's almost like another way of double dipping. It, it is double In dipping. That's exactly what we tell people. That's why now you see how you can really maximize your service. You have this benefit. It's zero down. So you don't have to save any money um, to, for a down payment to buy a home. That's taken care of. If you're a disabled veteran, there is, you know, um, the the, um, um, the closing that costs the premium that premium that you pay on top. Yeah. Oh yes, out, yes. Right. Um, mm -hmm. That is um, that is void when you have when you're disabled. You don't have to pay that um, on top. So um, so you don't have to pay that. Um, you don't have to pay any money down. The housing allowance that you're getting is tax-free. So, yes, you go, okay, I'm getting this money from the service. How can I maximize that money so it, it grows for me, it builds wealth, rather than, rather than um, buying stuff that, like rims and cars and stuff like that and wasting your money that way. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You, are, you, are, you, are you saying that we can't buy any rims? We can't spend $2,000 on a set of rims. 
here's what I'm seeing. I'm seeing a lot of military people who come in front of me, really want to buy, we sit down, get them pre-approved, and guess what we find out? They're heavily in debt. You know what I mean? And it's because they have that huge car note. They're spending so much on items that they don't need, like those rims, right? And Mm -hmm. stuff like that. And so they don't have the funds. They're not in the position to buy. So I'm seeing it, right? And so a lot of them go, okay, I, you know, I'll I'll need more time to pay this down, pay that down, fix that, fix this. um, And then I'm in the position to buy. So yeah, you can buy it, but is that a good way to maximize the money that you're getting while you're serving? Right, right. And I had a, a question that you talked about now for military people who are PCSing to another duty station. Is there a way where, where they can leave where they have to leave because you can't stop them from not leaving? Is there a way for somebody to be like a, a power of attorney to to help them close to help them sell that house, even though they have left to a new duty station? Absolutely. So it works both on both types of transactions, buy and sell. So um, I've closed a number of deals where the service member um, wasn't here in San Diego to sign the loan docs and the necessary paperwork. They've had uh, a special power of attorney drawn up so either their spouse or someone else on their behalf can, can finish out the transaction. And it's the same thing if they're selling as well. Um, they can have a special power of attorney for someone to complete that transaction as well. Absolutely. We do that all the time. Perfect. Perfect. So my, I got like maybe one more question to ask you and how does it, how, how does it help you? How, how does your uh, military spouse experience help you help military members? I know because a lot of times there's, there's uh, the spouse involved and sometimes it's the male that's not in the military and sometimes it's the, the woman that's active duty. How does your experience, you know, as as a you know military spouse, uh, help you overall help military members? Well, first of all, they know I've had twenty years as a Navy spouse myself, so I completely understand the challenges that lifestyle brings. Right, uh, because you've lived it. I've lived it. Um, so I I know the challenges of time frame. That's what we've been talking about. You get these orders, you have to be at a certain place at a certain time. And so I'm able to sit down and, and plan out a strategy to either help them buy a house. Cause some of them say, you know, Lorraine, <clears throat> I want to buy a house. Um, and when I get to San Diego, move right on in. I hear that all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have to say, okay, Let's get a strategy and a game plan together, and and uh, hopefully everything lines up. Um, so having that understanding and that experience helps. It's it's enormous, and understanding the lingo, as you know, <laughs> as you know, the military has all these acronyms, right? Oh yeah. EAA, um, Diddy move, and you know all kind of stuff. So um, understanding that lingo it is is a wealth of experience and it puts them at ease. It really does. Um, I've, and I've also shared my story of my own home buying experience because we bought several homes while married. And so I've used a VA home loan myself. 
I've been a, a prior Navy spouse. I've been doing this over 15 years, and I'm an expert at the VA home loan and negotiating an awesome deal because one of my biggest things in is that I help a lot of families get the keys to the home with less than a thousand dollars out of pocket. I've been wow. able to do that a lot of times. Yeah, that's how powerful the VA home loan is. And for anyone listening, if you you know if they're a service member, if they're not utilizing that benefit, which a lot of them are not because the numbers are telling us that, um, which is a shame really, they really do need to start thinking about utilizing that benefit and and knowing what kind of an impact that can have on on you know their overall wealth for their family. Wow, wow. Well, Lorraine, you've been a, a gracious guest on the 321 Biz Development Podcast. Do you have any final comments? And can you tell our listening audience how to best contact you when they have a real estate question and if they want to make appointments to buy or sell a home in, in the greater San Diego area? Absolutely. I just want to say every military person at some time has to make a housing decision. It happens to us, a lot of us on a daily basis, right? And so it's one of the, the key things that we do, actually, that we don't realize it. And I always tell people that housing decision can be a ma- can make a major difference in your life. And so don't just overlook it. Think about it. Because you have three choices, like I said earlier. You have a choice of living on base where they take your housing allowance or rent out in town where they take your housing allowance again and sometimes more, or you have the option to buy and invest that money back and enable you to build wealth. Because as I shared with you, my very first client was a naval officer who bought his home, held on to it for two years and walked away with a big, big hefty check. And I use that example all the time. So I hope that me sharing this um, with your listeners will resonate. And so if anyone wants to reach me, I'm here in San Diego. I'm known as the VA Queen. Um, my my number is 619-248-5484. That is my direct number. Um, my website is Agents for Veterans. Um, we started that website a few years ago with the mission to help more veterans get into home ownership because I strongly believe if you served your country, you should own a piece of America. Um, If you want to email me, you can email me at Lorraine at agentsforveterans.com. I also have a relocation website. Um, If you reach out to me, I can give you that as well. so I, I'm here to serve any military family. You don't have to be here in San Diego if you're traveling around the country and need help moving from one duty station to the next and thinking about buying. I can help you there as well with that relocation. All righty. Well, uh, thank you, Lorraine Santarosa, Realtor with HomeSmart Realty West in San Diego. I want to thank you for being a guest on the 321 Biz Development Podcast. And again, Lorraine's phone number is area code 619 248 5484. And uh, Lorraine, I want to again uh, thanks for your time today and make it a great day. Thank you. 
You have listened to the 321Biz Development Podcast. 321Biz Dev LLC is a business development and sales industry think tank. 321 is the only company with sales systems for white-collar professionals who did not have access to affordable sales and business development training in college or through certification programs. Our website is 321bizdev.com, powered by sitemarket.com, and we can be reached toll-free in the U.S. and Canada at 833-321-3212. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast with Lorraine Santa Rosa, HomeSmart Realty West Realtor in San Diego. Make it a great day.